Broadway Sword Podcast, the hockey podcast that talks about Buffalo Sabres and New York Rangers hockey, hosted by John Scuza. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Broadway Sword Podcast. I'm your host, John Scuza, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about how the Sabres picked up three wins over this past week with some, you know, some key victories for the Sabres, some moral victories, I would say, for the Sabres as they picked up three wins and, you know, dropped the game to, a, you know, a more experienced and high-ranking opponent. And then we also talk about the Rangers' struggles, and we keep, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that, we keep talking about the Rangers' struggles, and then an explosive third period that hopefully is the uh, the turning point in the season and the turning point of this funk that the Rangers have been in as of late. So we'll start with the Sabres. The Sabres... Uh, they picked up three wins. Like I said in the intro, they picked up a big win against the Detroit Red Wings, who on Halloween they absolutely destroyed, putting up eight goals against. So Buffalo, this one was a little tough for Buffalo because they were up 4-1 at, at the end of the second period, and Detroit came storming back in the third period to tie it 4-4 to force it into a shootout. And Buffalo was able to get secure the victory with a absolutely gorgeous goal by Jack Quinn, the only goal in the shootout for the Sabers, or actually, I, I'm I'm sorry for both teams uh, in that shootout. So big win for them. I you know like they, I got to watch some of that game, and it was very you know the Sabers they came out uh, they came out well. They played you know they they were. They were playing really well, and they were, you know, they fell early behind, um, <clears throat> uh, behind Detroit. But it was, it was they, they, they stayed within themselves, and you know, they used their young talent, they used their star players, and they were able to pull out, pull out a victory. So the next game they dropped, or the next game was they dropped a game to the defending Stanley Cup champions, who have been. Having a lot of injury troubles and a lot of uh, struggles as of late to start out the season, or you know, almost at the midway point of the season. So they lose six four to Colorado. Uh, Nathan McKinnon had a great game for the Colorado Avalanche, but I mean, you know, for the the that Sabres team to put four past a good defensive team like Colorado has built. And it, it, man, even you know former Ranger Alexander Georgia between the pipes for them. It, I th- they I think they did a really good job at you know you know they they kept it close. They didn't get blown out eight one. They didn't lose and they got they didn't get dominated. They actually stayed within the game. Yeah, they lost it and it, you know it didn't look like they were really going to win it. But they stayed within it. They stayed competitive through the whole game, and that's what's key when you play better opponents like that is to you know stay competitive and not get blown out and not let the game get away from you because if you let the game get away from you then that starts to you know that starts to take a toll on morale and you know that starts to really um really take a toll on a team but the very nice job by the Sabres to you know not you know just be, just not ultimately break against a really good team who's again like I said Colorado has been struggling 
this year. But for them to not like completely fold to Colorado is a good sign. And then they went. Then they on this past Sunday they won six three in very convincing fashion to the San Jose Sharks six three. Another team that's very not good this year. Tage Thompson, J.J. Paterka, who has been hot of late. Jack Quinn, who's been hot of late. Jack Quinn had two goals. Alex Tuck putting one in the back of the net for the Sabres. Another complete performance for the Sabres where they were able to, you know, get two points against an inferior team to them, and that's that's huge for them. That's Again, you, you want to beat the competition in front of you no matter how good or bad. You want to get, you definitely want to get those wins, though, of the teams in front of you, or, you know, that are beneath you and not as good as you. You want to pick up those two points almost every single time. So this is a big win for the Sabres. Again, a, you know, a good, a good little warm streak for the Sabres. Definitely getting, you know, the ball rolling. Definitely picking up some wins, getting some points, you know. Maybe climb back into the standings a little bit, you know. They currently sit 7th in the Atlantic, but that 8-game losing streak did not help them whatsoever. So maybe getting some steam back under them and getting them stringing along you know three four wins and maybe a loss and then three and four you know if they start stringing some wins together they will definitely crawl back in there and <clears throat> crawl back into the standings and you know definitely stay competitive and potentially be a bubble team you know down the stretch as we get later on in the season so some points updates your top three point getters for the buffalo sabers stage thompson 34 points not shocking. Guy is phenomenal, and he's really come into his own. Rasmus Dahlin, 29 points for the Sabres. Again, a kid that finally has just come into his own. Uh, Jeff Skinner, who's been having a really good year, sneaky good year. I mean, he's been having a really, really good year, and he's starting to find himself again. Like I said, a lot of people will say he doesn't play up to his $8 million a year contract, and I agree with that, but the guy's playing really well, and I got to give him kudos where kudos is due. Alex Tuck and Dylan Cousins, 24 points apiece. Again, great to see a guy that you picked up in that Jack Eichel trade producing and really embracing the Buffalo Sabres and their fan base and the culture. And another kid, Dylan Cousins, uh, you know, young center that's been developing with the this, this Sabres team for a couple of years now. This is really good to see that he is starting to flourish and be in the top, you know, of his team's, you know, points, which is really good to see. So, We'll we'll see. The Sabres got some uh, some weaker opponents coming up and some interesting games coming up. So tomorrow night on December seventh, Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm sorry, Wednesday, December seventh, they will take on the Columbus Blue Jackets in Columbus, and then on Friday, December 9th, they will they will return home to take on the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then the following night they will finish a home and home series against the Pittsburgh Penguins with a. Uh, a game in Pittsburgh against Pittsburgh, or against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, to finish out the home and home series between the two. So, from we go from good to we go some some bad. The Rangers are still struggling and have not played really well as of late. So, uh, the night I did the podcast on November thirtieth. I went off on a rant and, you know, was really laying into them about how they haven't played well and how they were losing to inferior opponents. And then they go out on the that Wednesday and they win 3-1 in, 
<laughs> convincing fashion against the Ottawa Senators. And I was like, all right, maybe maybe they've heard enough from the media and, and talking heads like myself that like, hey, we really need to pick up our game. Then Friday and Saturday happened, and Friday and Saturday like sent Ranger fans and including myself over overboard. So the Rangers were winning two one against the Ottawa Senators, and they blew it. They blew it in the final minute of the third period. Brady Kachuk ties the game, gets his hundredth career goal for the Ottawa Senators. Game goes to overtime. You're like, okay, maybe they can pick up the win. They got a point, but come on, that's that's. You can't do that. Nope. Brady Kachuk beats Artemi Panarin, who's gassed. Beats Shesterkin. <clears throat> the Senators win 3-2 in overtime over the Rangers. And Ranger fans are mad. Rangers are starting to look mad. And starting to look for answers as well. And, you know, we're like, okay. You shake that one off. You know, it, it's hard to beat a team twice within the same week sometimes. So you play a really weak team that's going to probably trade trade away your franchise players and Jonathan Taze and (coughs) Patrick Kane. But, you know, you're thinking like, oh, okay, really bad team. They they should get this. This this is the game that will turn around. Nope. You get dominated by Chicago, and it leads to your captain, Jacob Truba, Finally stepping, or you know, stepping up and showing his leadership by laying a huge lane hits, getting in fights. He got in a fighting with against Brady Kachuk in the the Ottawa Senators game the night prior. Steps up, makes a big hit, gets in a fight, and is screaming at the bench and throws his helmet towards the door because he's 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 fed up. He's fed up like everybody else that like we need to get our heads out of our rear ends because we are playing, we are not playing well. And it didn't do much for that game. And, you know, the Rangers lose 5-2 to Chicago. And Ranger fans are going off the chart. I'm just, I'm sitting there in disgust going, what is wrong with this team? Why aren't they playing? What needs to happen? Do we need to fire our coach? Do we need to make a big trade? What has to happen? And then last night happened. 6-4 win against the St. Louis Blues. Now, this game was, as they say, this game was bonkers. Or as I like to say, this game was on crack. It was just a bonkers game to watch. Rangers go up 1-0. Then, you know, they, they go up 1-0. And the, and the 17-14 minute mark in the, you know, they go up on the Blues with a great shot from Braden Schneider. Then they, then... The Blues tie on a weird fluky goal by former Ranger Pavel Bushnevich. And you're and and you're just sitting there going, why? This is how this game's going to go. Because the Blues have been struggling just as much as the Rangers have as of late. And then Adam Fox, three seconds into a power play, scores a beautiful goal. They give the Rangers two a 2-1 lead going into the first intermission in the final minute. You're like, awesome, great. Now they're starting to show fire. And then the second period happens. It's 12 seconds into the game, or 12 seconds into the period, Vladimir Tarasenko ties the game for the Blues. And you're like, you're just sitting there going, what is going on? And then Vincent Trocek, a little bit later, tips in a great shot. 3-2 Rangers. Rangers take the lead back. And you're like, okay, great, let's go. Let's build on this. Then the Rangers start to fall into penalty trouble. And 
Jordan Cairo ties the game on the power play for the Blues. And again, it's a, again, this is a roller coaster of a game. And then they add on with Ryan O'Reilly with a goal to take a 4-3 lead. And you go into the second intermission and you look at the Rangers going, "What are they doing? Why are why can't they get through this through their head? They are not playing a consistent hockey game. This is ugly. I don't know how they're down a goal. I don't know how they're losing. They should be winning this game. Kako Kako had or Kapo Kako had like Four chances to score. He basically beat Jordan Biddington tuck, and tucked it and missed because he just just missed the tuck behind Biddington. How are they losing? What is going on? Puck luck's part of it, you know, and morale is another thing. And then the Rangers come firing out in the third period. Keandre Miller, four, almost five minutes into the period, ties the game on a beautiful snapshot, ties the game. Rangers are back into it, and then the explosives happen. Alexi Lafreniere with a gorgeous tip on a very soft goal against Jordan Bennington to give the Rangers the 5-4 lead. And the Rangers held on. And then Chris Kreider scored a great shorthanded backhand goal to give the Rangers the two-goal lead. And he had so much emotion when he scored that goal. And I was so ecstatic to see that because the way they played in that third period... That was the hockey team I remember from last year. That was the team that had the fire and the drive and the moxie to go all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals like they did last year. That is the hockey team that won a lot of games and, you know, steamrolled through the playoffs. I wouldn't say steamrolled, but they did really well in the playoffs. So, but they got a couple tough, they got three tough teams coming up. So they travel out to Vegas to take on the Golden Knights on Wednesday. Then they travel to Colorado to take on the Avalanche, another good another good team <coughs> on the road. So that's going to be another tough game. And then they return home on Monday to take on the New Jersey Devils again at home. So hopefully the Rangers can get their, their revenge and get back into the win column and pick up two... I want to say uh, this 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 stretch has got to be two successful wins. Two successful wins, easy. I don't care if you drop if you drop one of them, but it's a close game. That's fine. But you need two wins out of this stretch. So that is it for this episode of the Broadway Sword Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please tell your family and friends about this podcast. Again, I would really love to grow this podcast and make it a much bigger thing and a much more interactive and better product for everybody that listens thank you 